My name is Candy Cantrell, and you are listening to the Seriously Eve podcast. If you've ever picked your will over what God intended, the good news is we are forgiven. And what the enemy meant for evil, our Father God can turn to good. Happy to have you join this journey with us as we discover our worth through the God that chose Eve and chose you and me. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think every single one of us has struggled with. Just wondering, God, is this you giving me this direction or is that you speaking to me or is that me and my imagination and I'm just dreaming this up because what this thing is that I'm about to do, I need to know this is you because if this is me, I am putting myself at risk to look really stupid and my flesh is fighting everything in me to step out if I don't know that this is you. So today we're going to talk about how we can discern between whether it's God's voice or is this us? And I think so often we think that we have to learn how to hear God's voice. But I think a lot of times it's learning how to hush everything else so that we can hear his voice. Because God, the minute that you accept him into your heart, he is talking to you. He's actually talking to you before that. And that is what made you accept him into your heart is he was already trying to send you messages that, listen, Candy, your life is a train wreck. You need me. You need to come to the cross. You need to be forgiven. You, he is leaving those 99 and he is chasing you. And in that he is calling your name. He is talking to you. Well, once we get saved and the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of us, he is talking all the time, but we struggle to hear him. And I don't know if you've ever had anybody, like if you feel like you hear from God pretty easily or he speaks to you, have you ever had anybody say, well, what does he sound like? And honestly, it's different, I believe, for every person. I believe the voice of God comes through in different ways and he may sound different at different times because Maybe it's something he puts in front of you and it's really God speaking to you. But another time he may wake you up in a dream and give you words that are just so strong and you know it's him. Or maybe I I have had probably three times in my life where I heard the audible voice and I knew it was God. I can tell you that when that happened, it was not about knowing That's exactly what God's voice sounds like. It was this strong feeling and through my entire body that that is his voice because the the reverence that came with it, the respect, the longing, the loving, like everything that I felt as I heard those words, I knew that was God that could not be anyone else. So I want to start with I kind of was thinking about when my grandson and he is on his way here. Let me just say, I cannot wait to hold him. But (laughs) that's probably why he's fresh on my mind this morning. He could hear the moment he was born. He could see the moment he opened his eyes. We didn't have to teach him how to hear. We didn't have to teach him how to see with his eyes. What my daughter had to start doing, though, is things on repetition to show him, pointing to herself and saying, mama, mama, 
helping him as he's visually starting to focus more and she's putting things in front of him to to entice him to want him to play and there's appropriate toys for the different ages and things to slowly teach them and so it it just makes me think about as we get saved we right away can hear God we can see God but we are learning through things that we repeat how to actually push out everything else that is screaming and trying to cover up his voice Try to put aside everything that is trying to get in front of our vision and block him so that we can't see him. And I know that for me, the word has been huge. It is my, and every time I read it, or if I hear a sermon, I know even just watching the series Chosen, I've watched it a couple times and it seems like the more I grow spiritually, the more I pick up. And that's how it is when we read the word, the more we pick up. Now, listen, there are going to be different things that are going to try to speak to you and try to confuse you to what is our father's voice. And I can tell you that one is the enemy. He is going to constantly be trying to talk to you. And the way that you know it's the enemy is he will always contradict the word of God or the heart of God. And he will try to get you to, you know, I, I think of my GPS when it says rerouting, rerouting. Have you ever felt that in your walk? You're going along and you know you're on the right path. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, how did I get here? I feel like I just got off on some foreign road and I have no idea where I'm at, but I am not headed in the right direction. And it's it's many times that we have been detoured because something from the enemy or our flesh. We will desire it, we'll want it, and it may not line up with the word of God, or we may manipulate scripture to make it seem like our flesh is is okay, but we have to watch out because as long as we're on this earth, we are made of flesh and we are in a constant battle with our flesh that we have to ask God all the time to help us silence that. I just talked to somebody this week and I, and they talked about how the Lord gave them a word to give to somebody. But when they delivered the word, it was like just a couple of words. It wasn't anything impressive. But I told her, I was so proud of you because you didn't add. You didn't say, OK, God, I, I, I know you've given me these couple of words, but man, I don't I feel like I need to say more. And so you could have added a bunch of stuff to it. But no, you delivered those few words that God gave you. And that person then said those were the words that she was standing on in a fast. Those were the two words that God had given her to stand on. Now, if if this person would have got in their flesh and added to what God had to say, it would not have impacted the receiver like it did because she was standing on these words and anything extra added to it might have been like, well, you know, those words were in what she said, but you know, there was all that other stuff. So we have to watch because our flesh will constantly try to get involved in it also. And then there's the Holy Spirit. When he speaks to you, it will always be in harmony with the word and God's nature. So 
I God asked me to do this thing this this past week and I was just like, oh, but Lord, I'm putting myself out there and I could look stupid. And I okay, so think about it. I am I'm screaming. My flesh is screaming. But the Holy Spirit is telling me to do something. And the fact that my flesh don't want to do it to me was confirmation. This is the Holy Spirit because my flesh has no desire to set myself into this position that I could possibly look bad. And so that is another way to know whether you are your GPS, your Holy Spirit GPS has you on the right track is that your flesh does not want to do it. I'm thinking about a scripture. It's in uh, John 10, 27. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So it is proof right there that the Holy Spirit, God is speaking through us. Through the Holy Spirit, he is constantly dwelling inside of us and is speaking to us. Now, the talent to hearing him is to silence all of those other things. Like I said, the enemy and your flesh that is constantly trying to overpower and be noisier than what the Holy Spirit is. And it comes with practice. It's like I said, my daughter teaching her son to do these things. As you read the word, as you learn to set your phone aside, to silence it, to say, and and I'm going to be honest right now, as I was preparing for this, I was texting back and forth with my good friend and we were making an appointment for something. And I, I had to laugh because I was not setting my phone aside and handling it later because I wanted my friend to know right then and there, like, you're important to me. And so I'm answering this. But it's it's sometimes we can get distracted and it's innocent. But we have to learn to say, all right, I am going to set aside my phone. I am going to turn off the TV. And sometimes that isn't even enough because then we still have our flesh that, okay, it's quiet now. But now... My mind is thinking about all those things like I I didn't answer my friend. I didn't tell her what time we should make that appointment. I, you know, so even when you physically do everything you can to silence things, your mind then still is loud. And you have to learn that we have to not only silence and be still but we have to block out everything. And that takes time. Psalms 37, seven says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. There are times that I will go into my prayer closet and I'm like, God, I, I need direction and I need guidance in this. And I will sit there and I'm like, okay, do you have anything to say? And and I, I can have that strength to shut everything out and, and silence my mind. And, and I'll do it for a while. And maybe I don't hear him right then. But I'll leave my prayer closet. And I start hearing him as as he ha- starts to unveil what it was I was praying for. He will start showing me. So maybe sometimes even in that silencing, you may not hear him right away, but there is still something that happens 
in that silence when we say, God, I am listening and I am blocking out everything else in my life right now just to hear you. Now, uh, to, I met, I thought the episode title today was funny. Is your GPS continuing to reroute? Because I, I know in the beginning, I felt that way. I felt like I just was, you know, go to the right, go to the left. And then I'm headed forward and I'm on the path. And then all of a sudden I'm going to the right and then I'm going to the left. And you may find that self right now. You're like, God, find yourself in that place right now that God, I am just struggling And I'm just trying to share with you today that there are reasons that you are rerouting. There are reasons you're getting off path. And there, like I said, are things from the enemy, from our flesh. There is things from our past that can cause that. But to hear God's voice, you need to First of all, get into the word so that you recognize and know him and know that when when you are asked to do something, if it doesn't line up to the word of God and the nature of God, that it is not him. Second, you need to learn to silence. You need to learn how to get into his presence and to hush those things. And the other thing is you need to learn to be obedient because If God tells you to do something and you aren't being obedient to what he told you, it's it's say say you get to the first part and on your journey to your destination, you get to that first place. But God's telling you to do something and you don't do it. You can't get to the next place on your journey. You can't get to the next part of your destination because until you obey what he has already told you, he is not going to take you to that next place. You know, we talked about last week uh, how we when we're on our journey, sometimes we can get impatient and sometimes we can come up with our own will. And that is will block what it is that God has for us. So in this obedience, uh, even I was thinking about my grandson in his little walker. He had pushed himself over to the window and started pulling on the curtain. And for the first time, my daughter was having to teach him, no, you know, you can't do that. And she pulled his walker away and was showing him walk this other direction. You cannot go that way. And that's how God will be with us. We will hear the Holy Spirit tell us reroute like you need to change course because dangers ahead or, or or you're coming to a dead end. And if we want to get to our destination, we have to make sure all along the way that the Holy Spirit is guiding us and it is not the enemy or our flesh and our will that is coming in and blocking that. And again, our obedience to listen will come through reading the word, because when we read the word, we acknowledge what it is that is of God, the nature of God. And we are able to discern more when we are asking ourselves, God, is that really you? Because this is scary. We will know by comparing, is this the nature of God? Is this how my God, when I read about him in the word, is this his nature? And is this, does this line up with the word of God? So 
the word of God is so important for us in every aspect of learning how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, we taught on the Holy Spirit before, but we didn't teach on how to discern is this him speaking? Is this the voice of God that I am hearing? And how do I follow through and not let my flesh get involved and to make sure that I keep this all God in none of me and I don't let the enemy distract me and get me off of path. So when it comes to what does God's voice sound like? What how do I know if you've never like discern that this is God's voice. I hope today you'll understand a little bit more that it's not always this big audible voice that is ground shaking. There are times where I say, God gives me a love note and he shows me. And there are times I think when we're first learning how to walk out God's voice, that he will confirm it to us. Just like this person who gave that word to someone and the young lady said, those are the words God gave me. You know, that confirmation builds someone's faith that, okay, I didn't miss it. But then there are going to be times you may deliver something. You may deliver a word to someone or you feel like it's God and you step out and you may not get that confirmation. That person may not tell you, yes, you're right on. Or you may do something and have an act of, Love God tells you to go do something to, for someone and they may not show you any gratitude and you may think that I missed it. Okay, one, I want to tell you that if you ever do miss it, I still believe that God is proud of you for taking that step and you moved out. And, and there's probably times when I first started moving out, I might have added some of my flesh. I might have added a little bit because I was afraid that God wasn't enough, that what he told me to do wasn't enough. So maybe I maybe I added a little bit of me, but I think that God respected the fact that I was willing to put that step out there and say, all right, I'm going to do this no matter how scary it is. And he will teach you as you go, as you continue to walk out what you believe he's having you do. He'll teach you. He'll show you later. Now, if I ever add some of me, I later in my prayer life will feel not that he's condemning me at all but I will feel in the spirit like ooh, maybe that was a little bit of me that I added to that and another thing we need to be really careful of is using there's a lot of people that will say God said God told me to tell you God I just seen somebody put a post on Facebook talking about this and how hurtful it can be because if you miss it and you say God said you better really know God said, but there are times that God will tell you to do an action and you do it and you don't say God said with it, but you do this action and maybe you add a little bit of yourself. Those are the times I'm talking about that. I still believe that he is proud of you for stepping out and, and he'll show you as you go. But from the very beginning, always protect those words. Don't, don't use those words loosely. God said, because they can bring damage. There's been people who will go and pray for someone to be healed. And they'll say, God said this person's going to be healed. Or God said this person's going to be the president of the United States or God said, and that stuff can bring damage. So be careful. Don't use that loosely. It's so, you know, 
God might have put something on your heart. God might have showed you to do something, but be very careful with saying God said. I hope this helps somebody today. I hope that through it, you catch what it is that you need. If you're not, if if you're a Christian, you're like, God has just never sent me a burning bush. He has never like shook the room and spoke to me. Know that he is speaking to you. When you ask him into your heart, he is talking to you. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. And believe me, he does not dwell in there silently. It's just, we have to learn how to hear him. We already have the ears to hear him. We were born with them. As soon as we asked him into our heart, we were born again. We were born with new vision and we were born with new ears, but it's learning how to silence the enemy, silence our flesh, and to be able to hear his voice. Love you guys. I hope this helps someone today and hope you have a very blessed week. What a blessing it was talking with you today. You know, my prayer is that within every Seriously Eve podcast, something will resonate with you and impart that unconditional love of Jesus. If you felt that today, I would like to invite you to visit us at www.seriouslyeve.com for more content. Follow us on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Seriously Eve. Until next week, remember, chase God with everything in you and save yourself a lot of heartache by staying away from those forbidden apples. Love you and call you blessed.